Hi everyone, this is Kevin Smith. And Brian Belter. Brian, this is our final episode of the Exodus journey. Yeah, this is it. It's been a it's been a long journey, uh, but definitely a blessing and a fruitful journey, I think. Oh, I truly think so. And it's just kind of wild to find ourselves here. Kevin and I started out many weeks ago. We met, uh, sat around a dining room table, tried to map out the book of Exodus, which we both knew very little about. Apparently. Yeah. We thought, I sure thought I knew more <laughs> yeah, than I Yeah, I thought did. I knew a lot more than I did. And then uh, here we are, many days later, many weeks later. Looking at the list of episodes that we had to do going into this, I was honestly intimidated. It was daunting. We started checking them off as we went, and we said, wow, we got five done. But we have 25 more to go. <laughs> oh, I know. And uh, I don't know, it's just, I feel like things sort of align to make things work out for this. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, there were God. a couple times there where we we were anxious and thought, oh, we might not get one done for tomorrow. But uh, it was a blessing and the Spirit guiding us towards a solution for those days. And I'm happy that we got them all done. And I truly hope that everybody listening here is, has really enjoyed it as much as we have. I want to give a shout out to all our guests that we've had on the podcast as well. It's been, it's been truly great having other people on. Yeah, we'll give a special thanks to uh, Isaac Conrad, Solomon Conrad, Liam Majay, Mary Camfield, Jean Camfield, and then special thanks especially to uh, my sister Liz Belter, who has helped us all along the way to to put these episodes up on Facebook for all of you to find, and of course Pastor Gimble. Pastor Gimble, who's been a a guiding force behind this whole thing and once again on the technical side has helped us to get this information out to the people on the website so thank you to all of you that have been guests and the contributors we've had over the weeks to help us bring this podcast around to everyone well today um, we're going to read a a pretty short one Um, it'll be from Exodus 40 verses 34 through 38 Then the cloud covered the tent of meeting, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And Moses was not able to enter the tent of meeting, because the cloud settled on it, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Throughout all their journeys, whenever the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle, the people of Israel would set out. But if the cloud was not taken up, they did not set out till the day that it was taken up. For the cloud of the Lord was on the tabernacle by day, and fire was in it by night, in the sight of all the house of Israel throughout all their journeys. Thank you for that reading, Brian. Not a problem. Always glad. And so now we, we've capped out the story of Exodus. Yeah, those are the very final verses in the book of Exodus. Uh, the people have constructed their tabernacle and their tables and their lampstands and it's all built, and they're ready to uh, to go on this journey, ready to move on. And how fitting that it rounds out, main, I mean, the main crux of those few passages is reminding the people that God is there. Like, he'll, he brings his presence down on the tent of the tabernacle, and it's a, re- a constant reminder whenever that tent is filled with his presence that he is there among his people, especially after all of the events of the golden calf. It's just a constant reassurance that his presence is with them as they make their travels. Yeah, we went from the pillar of cloud, the pillar of fire, leading them to this point. Uh, and then God conversed directly with Moses on the mountain. Then the people sinned, fell away 
from what God had told them to do, and he was not going to be with them, but as part of Moses' intercession and the new covenant that God established with the people, here we are again, that he is going to be constantly in their presence, and the people can see that he's in their presence with these visible signs of cloud and fire. Yeah, and one thing Brian and I discussed off mic before uh, this portion of the podcast is we were kind of discussing how interesting it is that Moses is no longer allowed in the tent uh, and why that might be. You know, I looked up some stuff and uh, there were uh, some written things where people have mentioned that you know the tent was the presence of God was so full that there just wasn't room for anyone else in the tent and it just came brought to mind for me that you know his conversations with God were done at this point God had dictated what he needed Moses to do for his people and now though he's still the leader of uh, the Israelites as they travel uh, through the wastes and wilderness wilderness that he's also just he's also one of the people that God's presence is there for. Yeah, that one-on-one conversation that we've seen throughout from the 10 commandments forward and talking about, you know, everything that is expected of the people. Now that that time is is over for now uh while the people are set to wander. Uh, and yet we know that the glory of God is with the people at all times uh and that's a visible presence that is there even though Moses no longer is going to be in that direct contact with the Lord as often. Uh, I mean, the Lord does come and speak directly to Moses in, in future books here as they're traveling. But again, it's not going to be that mountaintop experience through the whole rest of their travels. And we kind of see that in our day-to-day lives. I mean, we're not always going to have these mountaintop experiences as we grow in our faith and as we we may have a couple of those throughout our lifetimes if we're lucky. And faith is just having, knowing that that presence is there without the necessity of seeing the glory of God on a daily basis. Yeah, I don't know many among us that can say that they've had direct conversations with God. Uh, but we do know that he is constantly with us. His spirit is with us 24-7. Uh, always there as a comforter and always there reminding us once again uh, that Jesus Christ performed that sacrifice, gave us atonement of our sins, and that that is lasting forever. Mm. I mean, what a story Exodus has been. We've learned just wild and crazy new things about this book, and uh, it certainly impacted my faith in ways I didn't expect. I, I sort of, I don't know how I felt when I was approaching this project, but I don't know, the things that I have learned throughout are just incredible. Yeah, when we first started this, I looked at it maybe a little bit more like we were just going to do a Bible study, that we were going to do some you know, academic exegesis of this book. But I found it to be more of a, a faith journey. I've learned more about myself, my faith, and my relationship with the Lord as we read about Moses and the Israelites' relationships and how the Lord interacts with his people, gets angry at his people, forgives his people, shows mercy to his people, protects his people, comforts them, helps them, heals them. I mean, we get all of that in this book. And I wasn't expecting to feel that way when we started this. Yeah, I mean, I guess Bible study was a good thing. And I actually had some concerns 
for myself personally going into the podcast, I'm not a classically trained theologian in any way, shape, or form. I picked up what I've picked up through Bible study and attendance at church, and part of me was somewhat concerned going into it that, well, I'm not going to know everything perfectly. I'm not going to. I'm not. A, I'm not necessarily the best teacher. And lo and behold, what this ended up being is less of a instructor teaching their students situation. This it truly was, like Brian said, uh, a study on faith, and you know, just putting ourselves in the position of the Israelites as they go through their rocky start with God, and it's been a powerful message. And with all of the encouragement, uh, all of the comments, and the blessings that we've received from our fellow members at Holy Cross, encouraging us through this whole process, and uh, coming to us and giving us their insights, not just the people that, that you've heard on the podcast here, but so many in the congregation saying, you know, we really love this, and it's really, you know, done a lot for me, or here's my idea on what that meant. It's created conversations with people. And that to me, that is just so amazing that uh, even some folks that I don't, you know, regularly speak to sometimes at at church services, not because I don't want to speak to them, just because you know I don't normally uh, conversate with them, but to have them come up to me to tell me about the podcast and tell me about their thoughts on Exodus, about the relationship with with God and with Christ that this is showing, it's just been it's just been amazing. It's opened up a lot of hearts and minds to different moments of this book of the Bible. I've had people come up to me and say, it's like, man, this is what I drew from that particular passage. And you guys were having this conversation. And I'm screaming into my radio, talk about this. What This is what I see. We have the ever-present Mary the Commentator, who has <laughs> given us tons of insight on the comments board and especially like when she joined us she was very helpful as well kevin i wanted to ask you um having gone through this entire book we skipped very little of it we, we read pretty much the whole entire thing what story what moment sticks out the most for you i think that for me the entirety of moses's and the people's time near mount sinai that was an area of exodus that i thought i knew I mean, it's when Moses was delivered the Ten Commandments. I thought I knew that moment like the back of my hand. And I I knew so little of it. And, I mean, not only was I very unfamiliar with the, the multiple things that they had to build and the vestments they had to create, I apparently blanked that out from the last time I read Exodus <laughs> when I was a teenager. And the back and forth between Moses and God in those moments and the timing of like when the golden calf situation happened and how the roller coaster of God wanting to destroy his people to Moses interceding to Moses being angry and once again interceding I and mean, it's it was just such a an amazing parallel to our lord and savior Jesus Christ and how he was the ultimate intercession on our behalf and i think for me that was more powerful than rehearing the plagues or the crossing of the Red Sea, although there were things about that that I was apparently unfamiliar with, too. What about you, Brian? Or did I steal your thunder there? No, no, no. I, I mean, of course, I enjoy the, the Mount Sinai experience there. Those 40 days that Moses spent on the mountain were 
powerful. There's a lot of stuff that we can gain from that story, you know, both from Moses' perspective and from the actions of the Israelites and God's response to all of that. It is an amazing story. I'm gonna gonna harken back a little bit further in the story to what my favorite part was, and it was that little section called Bitter Water Made Sweet. Uh, for some reason, that story really stuck with me. Uh, I don't I don't really recall it in my studies of Exodus of that being like a really important one. You know, I, I tend to remember more the water from the rock, uh, the parting of the Red Sea. You know, of course, the events on Mount Sinai. Those those things I kind of remember a little bit more. But the bitter water made sweet. When we read through that, we had just seen God, all powerful, almighty, uh, performing these plagues, smiting the Egyptians, drowning them in the Red Sea, leading the people into the desert. And we saw God as this mighty conqueror, almost, that defeated this this huge power of Egypt. All right, we transitioned from that to this this very aptly titled section called Bitter Water Made Sweet where the people are camped they have nothing to drink this water is bitter as they say or undrinkable and it's made sweet and it specifically quotes in there that the Lord is our helper and our healer so we go from this super mighty powerful awesome events to the Lord being our comforter and our healer. And I just thought it was a very sweet, <laughs> to use uh, the title of that, a very sweet and a very poignant story that I had forgotten and has actually become my favorite section in the book of Exodus. And that was one of my favorite episodes, too. Yeah, I think that... we did a... That was kind of one of the turning points for us, where we went from maybe just kind of reading through it and giving our thoughts to putting a little more emotion into it, putting a little more insight into some of these comments because we saw we saw the the hand of God as a comforter and pointing us towards, you know, the ultimate sacrifice like you said of Christ of being our our true eternal healer. It's true. Well, everyone, uh this is the final episode of the Exodus Lenten podcast, the conversational devotion as we like to come to call this. I don't know about you, Kevin, but I kind of look forward to maybe trying something like this again. I don't want to promise anything right now, but something, some iteration of a podcast in the future would be a lot of fun, and I, I did especially enjoy doing it with you. I thought we really played off each other pretty well, so thank you for doing this with me. I really appreciate it. Well, I certainly thank you for working with me as well, Brian, and I know that this has brought us closer together. Brian mentioned getting to know other people in the church mm-hmm. uh, on a closer basis through this. Uh, and I mean, I was close with Brian beforehand, but this has obviously brought us even closer together. Yeah, when we've had to spend hours and hours together <laughs> to put this together on a daily basis has really been, uh, you know, a uh, a testament to our uh, conviction to get this done and also our commitment to each other not to not let each other down and make sure that this gets done and done towards the glory of the Lord. And I think we really accomplished that. So, again, Absolutely. thanks, Kevin. Well, as we close today, our final podcast, uh, we would like to remind everybody of the upcoming uh, Holy Week services at Holy Cross. We will be having services on Monday, Thursday, that's tomorrow, at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. Holy Communion will be served at both of those services. And then we will have our Good Friday service, which will also be at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. This weekend, Easter, we will not have Saturday services. 
But we will have services on Easter morning, Sunday, at 6 a.m., 8 a.m., 9.30 a.m., and 11 a.m. And during that time, uh, there will also be a breakfast available that is being put on by our youth as they look towards the National Youth Gathering in in Minneapolis this year. That breakfast starts at 7 a.m. and runs through uh, 10.45. So come and join us. Uh, Some good food, some good fellowship there. And, of course, celebrating the resurrection of our Lord. As we close today, as always, we invite you to join us in a word of prayer. Lord, I thank you for this last time, once again, for bringing Brian and I together and all of our guests and the entirety of Holy Cross in this wonderful conversational devotion on the book of Exodus. What can be said beyond what we've said in this podcast today that it's brought us closer together it's brought us closer to you and it has ended up being a wonderful discussion of faith and parallels to your son and helped us to understand even more your glory heavenly father we come before you humbled from this experience learning so much helping to bring your word to other people has been such a blessing i thank you lord for for bringing your spirit among us as we go through these daily podcasts and we hope that you continue to bless us and all of our listeners and all of holy cross and anyone else out there who has stumbled upon this service to your word and lord as we close today we would like to ask all of those hearing the sounds of our voices to join us in praying the prayer that you have taught us our Our father Father, who who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy Thy kingdom come. come Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And thank you for joining us today. And just a reminder... All scripture readings and references do come from the English Standard Version of the Bible. Thank you. God bless.